Under the lowering sky that heralded the approaching storm, the grounds of the Palooka place were far from inviting. Dank, tall grass grew beneath the unkempt trees, and the thistles and weeds sprouted up in the very center of the roadway. A rising wind stirred among the branches of the trees, and the waving grasses rustled mournfully. "'Creepy sort of a place,' muttered Jerry. "'Wait till you see the house,' Chet advised. Not one of them could restrain a slight shiver of apprehension when at last they came in view of the old stone building. It was framed in a mass of trees, bushes, and weeds that threatened to engulf it from all sides. "'Come on,' said Frank. "'Now that we're here, we may as well go through the place.' The front door was almost off its hinges, and it swung creakingly open at Frank's touch. Frank stepped boldly into the hallway. The interior of the house was veiled in gloom, for the rear windows were boarded up, but the lads could see that everything was deep in dust. A staircase was before them, leading to the upper stories of the building. To the left was a closed door. "'This must be the parlor,' said Frank, as he flung the door open. The room was empty. A stone fireplace was at one side, and as the boys came into the room, a rat scuttled out of the fireplace and raced across the floor, disappearing through a hole in the wall. The sound made everyone jump, for the boys' nerves were at attention on account of the forbidding atmosphere. "'Just a rat,' said Frank. His voice had the effect of calming the others. They stood hesitantly in the middle of the deserted parlor. "'Nothing much to see around here,' said Frank, disappointed. "'It's just an ordinary, dirty, old, deserted house. Let's explore upstairs anyway.' At that moment, there was a startling interruption. A weird shriek, quavering as if with terror, rang out from the upper part of the haunted house. That shriek was the most fearful and uncanny sound the boys had ever heard. As the quavering notes died away, the bare walls of the old house flung back the echoes so that the shriek seemed to be repeated again and again, but on a smaller scale. The boys stared at one another, aghast. For a moment, they were dumbfounded. Then Jerry muttered, I'm getting out of here. And with that, he started for the door. Me too, declared Biff Hooper, and Chet Morton followed him as he rushed for the doorway. What's the big idea? asked Frank, standing his ground. Let's stay and find out what this is all about. You can stay, flung back Jerry. I'm not. This place is haunted, and I don't mean maybe. The three boys hastened through the doorway, out into the hall, and lost no time in regaining the front yard. Frank shrugged his shoulders. I guess it gave them a pretty bad scare, he said to his brother. We may as well go with them. I guess so, replied Joe, greatly relieved. When the two hardy boys got outside, they found the others waiting for them in the shelter of some trees about a hundred yards from the house. The three were discussing the strange occurrence in excited tones, and when the Hardy boys came up to them, Jerry said, I don't have to be convinced any further. The place is haunted, for sure. No other way to explain it. There's not much sense in running away from a sound, remarked Frank lightly. If we had seen something, it might be different. 
I don't believe in ghosts, and I'd like to get to the bottom of this. It's foolish to run away. Let's go back. I just caught the scare of my life, Chet confessed. Just the same, I'm game to go back if you want to. How about you, Biff? Biff Hooper scratched his head reflectively. I'm none too anxious to go back in there again, he admitted. Not that I'm scared, of course, he added hastily. But I don't see where we'd learn anything anyway. Well, Joe and I are going back. That's settled, declared Frank. We want to get to the bottom of this mystery. Then came the second shriek. It rang out suddenly, at a time when none of the lads was talking, and it was a replica of the first, a quavering, long-drawn-out yell that seemed to freeze the blood in their veins.